don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrabble it. How they win that game today. There's just one thing you can say. How does Scotty shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. Let's talk about the DeAndre Ayton piece of this a little bit, because that's the one thing, like, out of all this, I didn't know where Dame was going to go until the trade got done, but dating back a week, I the thing that I had just been hearing consistently, whether it was going to be Toronto or Philly or Miami or whatever, the one thing everybody seemingly could agree on, even, like, in the Chicago part of it, which I, I don't know how real that ever was, but, like, the Nurkic Ayton part of it had seemed pretty locked in for about a week. And I know that dating back to last spring, Portland had, and you know, I've talked about this before, I've written about this before, that Portland had kicked the tires on Nurk, on Aiton at different points as sort of a distressed asset after the way things went with him in Phoenix in that Dallas series that you know, it seemed like he was, you know, things were kind of going south there. But they weren't able to get that done last offseason because it was just really hard to make the money work with the sign-and-trade stuff and, like, base year compensation stuff. And, like, that was a whole thing. But I know, A, I know they've been trying to upgrade the starting center spot for a while, and there just hasn't been much of a market for Nurk. I know that Aiton is somebody that they've looked at, and so folding that into this, I think that's... that's Assuming they do something with Drew at some point and ship him out for more stuff... The Aiden piece of this is the headliner as far as what comes back. I would like to take a moment to congratulate Yusuf Nurkic. Welcome to the Prestige Zone. <laughs> you made it. Congrats to Nurk. He's in the Prestige you think so? Zone. He, you think so? Did you see Magic tweeted about it? Magic said the Phoenix Suns have made an upgrade today. They got better by getting Yusuf Nurkic. Magic Johnson did this? like... Magic Johnson did that. I'm like, Nurk's in the prestige zone. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't even see that tweet. I didn't even see that tweet. No, I I think for both Nurkic and Aiton, like I think from a talent standpoint, obviously like Aiton is a huge upgrade for uh, for Portland in that spot. But I think both for Nurkic and for Aiton, just getting a change of scenery and getting a fresh start somewhere is going to be good for them. Like from, from Nurk's end, like I know, I mean, We've kind of—it's been pretty obvious since like December that Chauncey was kind of done with him and was, you know, not not thrilled with whether you know his conditioning or you know some of the you know efforts, whatever whatever the case may be. Like that was somebody they were trying to move off of at the deadline, and there just was not any market for. And I think I don't think Nurk is a bad player. I think in a in you know if he gets into a, a, a situation, and again he's going to be in a in a situation here with with Duran and Booker and. Bradley Beal where like there's going to be guys and you know Vogel is a you know a good defensive coach so like I could I could I could see that being a good situation for him just as a fresh start and then on the Aiton side of it like even though like it it, it has seemed and I've asked around a little bit about Aiton in the last uh week or so since this stuff started kind of circulating and what I've kind of gotten back about Aiton was just that he's a really good dude who just he was kind of broken by Monty and Chris Paul and just needs a fresh start somewhere. And even though Monty and Chris Paul are both gone from Phoenix now, like I think that ultimately it was James Jones, the G the GM who decided not to extend him and then didn't pay him that summer and basically waited until Indy gave him an offer sheet to match it. 
and so I think there are still still some you know even though they got Sarver out of there the owner like there's still some bad blood there and I think if you're Portland and the you Luka, you know the Luca thing also just yeah like, that's the thing as long as he's in Phoenix he's gonna unfair. be as long as he's in Phoenix he's the guy it's not fair to him because he didn't it's not his fault he was drafted number one but especially after they hired Luca's coach as their head coach and then didn't draft him because Robert Sarver was a U of A booster. It's not his fault that that happened. He, you know, anybody would want to be the number one pick, but as long as he's in Phoenix, he's going to be the guy that they drafted instead of Luca. And now he gets to go somewhere where they're not going to contend next year. They're probably not even, they're not even going to be a playoff team next year. Zero so expectations. Not, no. So there's not going to be any pressure on him to, you know, perform in the playoffs which has been an issue I mean he was he was awesome in that final series against the Bucks but the last couple of years were kind of rough for him now he gets a couple of years to kind of rebuild his rebuild that in kind of a low pressure environment is a you know athletic big for Scoot to play with I think that's going to be good for Scoot like catches lobs which yeah that's something the Blazers centers haven't really been doing lately I mean uh, and catching lobs at seven feet like Drew you actually catch a lob he's like six seven you know what I mean like and and it's different when you have a guy of that size is a number one pick. You know, he, he's been, he's been the dude in his class for years, you know, since he was like 15 years old. And so I think it's super exciting to have Deandre Ayton. I think this is huge for the Blazers. I think it's great for Scoot. I think it's great for Ant. I think it's great for, for the team to have a new center. And to your point, I think it's good for Nurkic too. You know, Nurkic has worked on his three-point shot. He's going to get a lot of open looks. Um, you know, his finishing at the rim uh, looks better on paper than it does on the court. Like, like if you look at his numbers, they actually are not quite as bad as you would think when it comes to his finishing ability. But sometimes it just looks really bad sometimes. Right. And so, and so he's going to be open. He's going and, and but I think defensively is where I don't love this for Phoenix. And I think I think that's where it falls apart because Nurkic, Nurkic already had to do a lot of making up for people and making up for mistakes and matchups. And, like, I think Booker is probably a better defender than he gets credit for, and so is KD. But Beal, not a good defender. I don't know who else they're putting out there. Uh, I'm worried from that end what they actually get out of Nurkic defensively. I think offensively it'll be fine, but I think defensively to me is where that falls apart. But, hey, not Portland's problem. Uh, it, 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 Portland now has a, a, a center in Aiton who that series against Denver when, when they swept the, the Nuggets, obviously the Nuggets were super shorthanded, didn't have Jamal Murray. Right. But Aiton played the best defense I've ever seen on Jokic, and I think still – is one of the best defenders on Jokic. Jokic just was just making everything in that yeah. Phoenix series. And I think he was averaging like 37 a game. And it's like the shots he was hitting, he was doing the Sambor shuffle and just all these tough mid-rangers. And it's like, there's nothing Aiton or anybody could do. Nothing like, anyone's going to so, do about that. And we've no, seen we've seen Aiton do it. Like he was awesome in that Milwaukee series in the finals a couple of years ago. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and won, uh, won the Suns that game two in the Western Conference finals on that buzzer beating dunk you know alley-oop play that they ran at the end like I just think having those options being able to play above the rim with a seven footer is something that just we haven't seen in a very long time in Portland and so I think that's going to be super exciting and yeah I agree it's totally the headline uh 
I'm not entirely sure why Phoenix did it, other than just like maybe change of scenery is what unlocks both of these guys. But I'm I think what it was get... was they wanted to um, was they wanted to take Aiton's money because they're like right now they're so top heavy. It's it's those four they had those four guys on max deals and then eleven guys on vet min deals. I think they wanted to just take Aiton's money and spread that around because they got Grayson Allen in the deal. That's you know a guy that it can. Well, be that's a, that's, that's a good that's a good pickup. They got they got Nasir Little from Portland, who I I hope that's a good. I think that's another that's another guy who just had you know he's been good when he's played, but he just has not been able to ever stay healthy. And maybe a change of scenery will be good for him. And you know that's a guy that especially for a team like Phoenix where they're paying so much money to their stars and Nas is on a good contract for the next four years. That's a rotation guy that they can have long-term during this window who's still pretty young. Like, I understand why they why the Suns were willing to downgrade the, you know, do the downgrade from Aiton to Nurk from a talent standpoint to also get a couple of other actual rotation players because they were so top-heavy going into this. Yeah, no, I, 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 I see that. You know, when you say that and yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and this year talk about a guy who also probably needed a change of scenery, him and mm-hmm. Chauncey, you know, he wasn't ever really Chauncey's favorite. You know, I feel like, I feel like the fan base always wanted more Nasir, and Chauncey didn't always really want Nasir Cause like, you know, like he would still make some mistakes and, and maybe not always know what the coverages were and things like that. And so, uh, you know, hopefully being with Phoenix and also having, you know, a team with like three superstar, three star players, like there's not going to be any confusion about what his role is going to be out there. So so maybe that will help him kind of focus and 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 excel in that role. You know, he's going to have an opportunity. I mean, their other yeah. wings are like Ish Wainwright and Tory Craig, you know, like, like, like he's going to get a chance. So for him, I think it's good in uh, – but yeah, I, I I see that from that standpoint for, for the contracts. But uh, Portland getting Aiton is so monster. I mean, I think I think there were even last year, I think there was still maybe there was rumors around Aiton last summer too. Yeah, they uh, they, they, they kicked Portland. the Tigers. I told you. Yeah, with with like, but they had to re-sign Nurk, you know, because they were about to lose that cap space, and you know now they turned it into something, and so. But I, I also have my third eye open about James Jones and Clutch Sports with regards to hel- helping Nurk out. Like, uh, it did feel like a little bit of a family favor there. Do you know anything about Tomani Kamara? Because I don't. I don't. That's not uh, somebody I, I ever looked at as far as draft stuff. I'll have to ask around about him. I'm just going to... Like, I'm still, I'm still a... processing this whole... Because, again... <laughs> we had kind of been spending the like we've had all summer to talk to think about like oh well you know what what are the Miami pieces what's going to happen if that's where he ends up this is you know how we can talk about you know those guys or you know we had the last week about like you know how's OG going to fit or you know is Grady Dick somebody that they might want like we had kind of talked about all this I had never again I had never even thought about Milwaukee as a possibility which that's on me that's my fault I I should have. Nice, but but you also they did a really good job of keeping it quiet and putting all this other stuff out there about you know other teams being in and you just you never you never like I will no one admit, saw I Cleveland was like no one saw Cleveland last year for Donovan Mitchell either I feel like I feel like when no. these things I, I mean the last two years it's always been someone that you just haven't really thought of coming in at the last moment and making the move and and, and getting Miami out and and so getting Toronto out too. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm still, 
kind of yeah my mind is blown a little bit yeah uh i looked up tumani kamara like he's from belgium he's six okay. eight and he's like a and he they he's like a a power forward or i'll have to look up know, and so, see if mike schmitz ever wrote anything about him at espn that's what i was thinking i was like oh a belgian dude then mike schmitz has definitely heard of him Mike Schmitz had a pretty extensive profile of DeAndre Ayton a couple of years ago about the leap that he's making and how it's going to change the modern big man. So. He got, you know, sneaky good shot, too. I mean, I mean, you know, like, like I think he, like, you know, he might get a chance to shoot some threes here. And, you know what I mean? Like, like I think what... What Especially because they're not Pistol, trying to win. If he wants to work on that and let it fly, like... That's what I'm saying. And, and I think, you know... Monty and Chris Paul were probably like, you go down there and rebound. Just that's all you do. Like set a screen and rebound and don't do anything else, which like, obviously that's just very, very, it's very old school to just be like telling the Mm -hmm. seven foot guy to only do the rebounding. And I think he'll have a chance to expand his game here. He'll have a chance to not be bullied by his head coach and his point guard. Like, I, I, I think it'll be ultimately good for him. Uh, I think, I you know, I, so I, I think it'll be great. Uh, I, I'm super, super stoked. And also the, the the historical parallels between him and Michael Thompson, I think are pretty cool. Oh, yeah, because of the Bahamas the, connection. The Bahamas connection, both number one picks. Uh, you know, Michael Thompson had a great career and post-playing career in Portland. So I, I think uh, – yeah, man. Michael Thompson I, 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 taking taken instead of Larry Bird in the draft. Right. Well, that's one that yeah. nobody ever talks about. That is one that no one ever talks DeAndre, about. DeAndre. Maybe I think it was because Larry Bird was going to stay at Indiana State, and so teams didn't want to. Which they just covered on Winning Time, by the way. They, they just did the, the the Larry Bird episode. Uh oh yeah, I forgot about that. I, dude, I, I kind of didn't watch Winning Time once I heard that they canceled it. Like I just didn't. I want to like save that last episode for another time. Like I just kind of got bummed out about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm bummed about it too.